Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it's so worth it. If you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red button, and attend a free webinar on the secret to starting your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited to bring you today's featured guest, Jessica Valor. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi, Ken. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, it's great to have you here. And, you know, I want to make sure everybody knows about your background. So let me just give them a little bit of a bio here. Because Jessica Valor, she's an intuitive mentor and healer for the busy leaders of the world. People who want to feel supported and connected personally and professionally and who want to turn on and use their intuition in life and in business. Now, Jessica believes we all have a deep knowing of who we are and what we want. With a little guidance and awakening from the divine energy, we're empowered to thrive. Jessica, I love what you're doing. Can, can you actually give us a little glimpse into how you got started doing this amazing work? Mm, yeah, that's a big question. <laughs> so it's interesting because my previous life, I was you know, the VP of a medical um, a medical business, a medical gas company, and really was, you know, all business, all strategy. And then I've always, you know, been clairvoyant since I was a little girl, but I didn't really understand what that was until I was, you know, much older in life. And I had an awakening experience in 2011. I had a near death experience and I had already been on my spiritual journey for many, many years. Um, but this was a deeper awakening. And in that near death experience, I went to source or heaven and I met with this council of ascended masters and they asked me to come back and fulfill not only my own prophecy and Dharma, but to share their essences and wisdom with people to help all beings awaken to their own truth and power and really understand, you know, why we're all on this planet right now and how to really connect with our own intuition and trust ourselves and be our fullest expression. And so in that experience, you know, fast forward, it's, you know, 2018. Um, it was kind of like, I say, God flipped on this light switch and all of a sudden here you're like super, um, tapped in, you know, tuned on and, you know, how do you deal with that? So I went into this deep immersion of spiritual study for about a year and a half to hone in my gifts. And then I took a leap in June, I'm sorry, July 2014. And I left my position as the VP at the medical company and stepped full time into what I do now. That is so cool. That's really awesome. So I, just to kind of give you this, because I, I didn't even realize all that. So I've been doing clairvoyant work for about 20 years now. Mm. Um, and I had no idea what that was. I didn't have a clue. Not a clue what that meant when I, I, I actually moved here to Boulder and got introduced to spirituality and all of a sudden people are like, how long have you been doing this? And I'm like, doing what? Yeah, right. <laughs> and they're like, well, you're like clairvoyant. You're like reading energy and whatever. And I'm going, I am. And, but it was the most natural thing I'd ever done. Yeah, you know what's interesting is when I was younger, I, until I was in probably mid to late 20s, 
I just thought, I thought everyone was like that. I actually didn't understand, you know, as I had no guide, no mentor, no teacher, right. That everyone didn't see or navigate in that way. And when I would meet someone, I would immediately just know everything about them, you know? And I thought that that was our intelligence system. I thought that that's actually all people understood that. And I do believe everyone has that gift if they choose to open up to it. Um, but yeah, it's interesting because you have, you just think it's part, it's part of who you are, right? And you don't even um, really know what it is until it's, you know, someone else is kind of guiding the way for you. So that's, that's funny. Yeah, no, it's, um, I, I, just to be clear, I, I don't have that ability to just know everything about whoever I meet, but that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everything, no, but you I, know, I know like you meet them and you, you know, you start, you, you immediately can kind of see the energy and what's going on, you know, yeah. things like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So that is cool. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things that we do here on Speaking of Partnership, because we're so um, enjoying a conversation about partnership and how that pays off in our lives. And I want to ask you for yourself, I mean, both as, you know, a human being and as a clairvoyant, what do you find helps you stay on track regarding partnership? So what I mean by that is, you know, do you have a mantra? Do you have a, a guiding principle or something that you kind of come back to when you feel like you're kind of off track? Yes, I, I love this question. And I think there's, you know, there's so many elements to it. But one of my, I'm a lyric, I'm a music lover, right? And so lyrics are often what I go to for quotes or mantras. And the Mumford and Sons have a lyric that says, where you invest your love, you invest your life. And I think that's really, really important to pay attention to. And I think that relationships are all about staying in a commitment with your alignment to loving yourself and then sharing that inspiration and love in a sacred union with your partner. I like that. I like that a lot. And I, I'm a music person. I love quotes and, and lyrics and so on, but I, I didn't never heard that one. I know Mumford and Sons. So where you invest your love, you invest your life. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is so it's a good powerful. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true because wherever you're placing your energy and your focus, you know, and where you're sending that love is literally what the reality you're creating, right? It, it goes right into all that we know of the, you know, the law of attraction, if you will, and balance and the way the universe works. It's, it's really a great way to sum it up. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a fantastic one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So... I want to ask you, because one of the things that, that our, 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 uh, our audience has told me over and over again that they really love about the show is, is how generous our guests are in sharing their own personal journeys, their own personal stories. And I'd love to ask you to share a story with us, Jessica, of a time in your life when yeah, you kind of tripped up in a partnership. And, and you know, what were you doing? What did you trip on? And, and, and ultimately, what did you learn from that experience that has helped you move forward? Yes. And I love story. I think story is, you know, what allows us to share our essence with, with each other and, and heal individually and collectively. And I even have a card in front of me on my desk right now and, um, from the sacred creators Oracle deck. And it says, 
fall in love with your own story. And that's even my focus this month. So, um, so I love the concept of story and sharing. Um, I love hearing people's stories and listening to people and, and also sharing, you know, mine in a space of inspiration and gosh, let's see tripped up. I feel like so many, whether it's not one particular relationship, but through a series of relationships in my life, um, you know, my relationships have often been where I really stumbled. Um, and so my stumbling, actually, I would get stuck. And so it turned into a deeper root than a stumble. Mm. And so I really would get stuck and not know how to get out of it. And I blamed it on the love, right? Um, well, I stay because I love him or, you know, I'm staying out of the love and it would make this list of reasons. And really it was the fear, right? It was the fear for me. It was about not feeling safe. And it was also that I felt like I was losing the investments of my time, energy, and resources, which is still not feeling safe because it's not trusting myself or life or the universe. And that is this betrayal on a very deep level to me. And it took me, you know, many relationships and, and many years to learn how to let go. And for me, I'm also a Taurus. Um, so I'm stubborn by nature, right? It serves <laughs> me well and it ser- it doesn't serve me well. It's really yep. the, both. And resistance, you know, resistance is what held me back. And I believe that it was like, a control trick, right? That I was using to, it's a survival mechanism to stay safe. And I think that's, there's a dynamic that happens because there's this coding, right? There's this coding of your brain and your body trying to protect you and also your spirit trying to help you be set free. And so learning how to work with those different parts of your whole being and really allowing yourself um, to accept and to then to choose to be led in every area, right? And that's what I had to learn. I had to learn to let go and allow and acknowledge the resistance I was experiencing, face my shadow, and then trust it's being dissolved and that I was being led. And, you know, I actually had everything in my life taken away from me, my relationship, um, you know, money, um, my home, my belongings. I mean, I really went through this, you know, what we as humans consider loss. But for me, it was the biggest blessing of my life because it took me to, you know, what we like to call rock bottom, um, which to me is really actually the best, you know, it's not really a bottom. It's like, it's, it's where you're set free. And that's where I was able to find what was wrong. And the what was wrong for me was that I never felt safe. And once I found that by having nothing external to grab onto is when I was able to become unstuck and to rely on my relationship with myself and invest that love fully in me and my relationship with my creator and being able to then operate and navigate from that space. And when you are in that space, that's when you can become fully present and honor your own commitments for what you're available for and what you're not available for. And I love Daniel Laporte. I have all of her truth bomb cards and she has this one card I just saw the other day and it says, open your heart and put a big up, big fence up. And I think that's important because, you know, boundaries, right? And that's a lot of what I learned in my journey of getting unstuck 
and not staying and, you know, staying in the love, right. You, you know, that, that's not what that love is. It's, it's about having boundaries and also being in a sacred union with yourself first and then with another. Yeah, that, that is, it's so big. And, you know, I want to ask you something because obviously as, as people that, that read energy, I, I don't often get asked this question of others. You talked about being stuck. And my experience of that is when we get really serious about something, it's almost a literal term because our energy freezes up. And we literally are stuck. It's like concrete. Mm, and for mm-hmm. me, what I found is when I can find even one drop of amusement, all of a sudden things start to move. It's like amusement is like this solvent of the energetic world. And so all I have to do is be like, oh, I did it again. That's enough amusement to things start to move and things start to release as opposed to going, this is so important. This is so serious. Oh, my gosh, I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. What's your experience of that? Well, absolutely. I was way too serious. You know? And that's, again, you know, part of the personality of, of Taurus sometimes in my experience, but also for my own life journey and challenges. And, you know, I overcame you know, a lifetime of abuse and trauma. And so with that not feeling safe, there was an extreme deep pain of judgment, right? Of judging, you know, myself against the world and judgment and separation, right? I felt separated. And so, um, yeah, I wish I had had that tool then, right? To really bring in the amusement or had allowed myself to do that and not stay stuck. So there is so much in, I, my theme this year is wild joy. And I operate from this space of wild joy with everything I do. And it's really a powerful, powerful amusement space, right? Because if you really do everything like you're this little kid and you're so excited about it, how could it ever not be great? You know, And there's a lot to that. So yeah, I love that you bring that forward. Yeah, no, that's cool. I love wild joy. That's, that's a great one. You know, it's, it's funny because he just reminded me. Um, so the, the actor, Jerry Lewis, who passed away last year, he, I saw an interview with him that was really fascinating because, you know, he was kind of this crazy, goofy, almost like a kid, right? That was kind of his shtick was, ah, I'm crazy. And he was this wild guy. And he was interviewed and he said that one of his most, like, a moment that brought him some of the most joy was when his daughter, like when he would have a birthday party, he would send out invitations and would say, please come to my eighth birthday party. <laughs> and he was like 60 at this point. And he goes, I was always trying to, you know, share with my kids that you never want to lose that childlike connection. And he said one of his like most joyous moments in his life was when his daughter, who was at the time like 40 something, who had totally been like, Dad, you're so weird, you're such an embarrassment, you know, all that kind of stuff as a kid, sent him a note and said, Please come to my ninth birthday party. And he realized she finally got it. Yeah, I love that story. Yeah. And it is. It's finding that joy, that amusement, that, that um, you know, just freedom of expression and doing what you do like a little kid. It's like, oh, yeah, we goof up. So what? We laugh, we cry, we move on. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. That's, that's the way to be in the flow. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, let me ask you something else, Jessica, because I, I find this question to be a slight nuanced difference from the one we just talked about, about tripping up. And what I'm wondering is, what's a time in your life when, well, you kind of hit one of those duh moments where you're at, okay, like, I can't believe I've missed this for so long. And when you had that little wake-up moment, what what was the building block that came from that so you could build on that for your future relationships? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I don't know so much about the duh moment because I think for me, again, like I have that stubbornness and it was more of this reaching an end of a rope and not mm. having any left. Mm -hmm. And that's really my honest <laughs> response. And, you know, I feel like I um, – would almost exhaust myself until there was only the choice of walking away. Um, so I would say the dawn moment was really drawn out for me um, and staying in things too long um, to where it was, there was just, there wasn't a, there wasn't another choice at that point, you know? Yeah, no, I totally get that. So have you found that something that you, you don't do anymore or do less? Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that I don't, you know, we like to think, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. I think, I think I'm a lot better of it. I mean, I don't think you ever, um, I believe that we're always healing. Um, you know, my, one of my mantras really for, you know, life and my business is, um, we're always ascending our energy and always evolving our soul. And I don't think that ever ends. Not even when your, your soul leaves your body here. Um, I think that that is the soul's journey is to ascend and evolve. And so we're always healing. And I, yeah, I would like to believe that, you know, yes, I'm not going to make any of those choices again. And I feel like I am, you know, a million times better than I used to be. But, you know, we have those things that we're always um, our shadows, right, that we're moving through in this life. So I definitely evolved my choices. I make much better choices. I've become very good at being an observer um, and not reacting to people, places, situations. And I've really practiced the art of detachment for a long time. And I feel like I am in a good place with that. And um, I'm able to be present. And I have a strong meditation practice. I spend an hour in meditation every morning um, and through the blessing of my business, I spent a lot of time with in that world, right. Of just being connected with my clients or my higher self or guides to, you know, do the channelings and support them. So, um, yeah. That's cool. That's very, very cool. Thank you. So I want to shift gears a little bit here cause we've been talking about, you know, some trip ups and I'd love it if you would share with us a story of a time when, I guess I'd call it like one of those proud moments in partnership where you look back on this event and you're just like, you can't help but smile. You're like, that was so cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think here. <laughs> um, I feel like all of my relationships have been so important and, you know, I learned in each relationship something different or deeper. And, you know, I, 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 it's interesting because this in 2017, a lot of my ex-boyfriends came forward and ex-fiance 
came forward and we ended up healing our relationships. And I mean, we're friends, you know what I mean? So we were able to really bring all of this closure. And I feel like that has a lot to do with the divine feminine, divine masculine balancing out in our world right now. But I really learned self-love and then I learned my value. Then I learned my wholeness, my worth, and then my true commitments. And I think that that's the evolution, right? Through each relationship, I was being taught and mirrored what I needed to heal. And so what I think is interesting about relationships is we, we get so stuck in the bad versus good here, wrong versus right. When you can say, oh, well, my partner had, because one of my fiancés had, um, or my fiance had a nine month affair with a woman, like a whole relationship with her mm. behind my back in another state. And I was running his business and working 80 hours a week. You know, that's all miserable, right? It's mm -hmm. miserable. However, if all of those things had not played out in the ways that they did, then I would, you know, A, B, and C wouldn't have clicked into place for me in my own healing. Now, obviously, I would have loved for those things not to happen. But I think it's interesting that we use this higher perspective this you know more than one lens to look at our lives and looking at the light and the shadow of things and really taking all of it at the end of the day and you know it sounds cliche but it's so true is why it's happening for you and what can you extract from that to evolve and ascend and you know I found I found my way through men who loved me and it was less about their choices of good or bad or wrong or right and it was this etheric, overarching, full picture of how I was able to connect the dots for my own journey in life. And for me, that was finding the way to fully embody my divine feminine and creating that awakening, if you will, my inner alchemist to balance out myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like every relationship, romantic or not, is this teacher and catalyst um, so that we can have the gift to choose love, right? To choose love of ourselves and others and how we can, you know, move through that. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I love what you're talking about there is, you know, even when it's kind of sloppy or messy or ugly and not fun, there's still a gift in there. Yes. And I remember yeah. hearing um, Reverend Michael Beckwith talk one time and he said, you know, when something falls apart, it doesn't go the way we want. Oftentimes we try and blame it or make it wrong or get all you know pissed off about it. But if we can just go, what was the gift? And then just release the rest of it because it doesn't matter. It's kind of like, you know, when, when somebody hands you a gift, it's all wrapped up in a nice package with wrapping paper and a bow and all that. And initially we think that whole thing is the gift. But then we take off the wrapping paper and open the box and look inside. And we realize that was just the vehicle to get to the yeah. gift. And as soon as we open that box and find the real gift inside, we don't care about the wrapping paper in the box. So when we can do that in our lives and actually just let go of the vehicle that it came into and go, what was the gift inside? And just release the rest. It totally Absolutely. changes our experience. I love that. And it is. It's all about how you want to experience your life because... There's, this is such a deeper topic, right? Because it's yeah. about the vic victim mentality. So it's like, yes, I have been a victim for real in life many times. I have been through many experiences through sexual assault, being raped, violated, cheated on, you know, you name it, right? I have the long list of the things that happened to me. 
And then you have the option, um, and this is where we can get stuck, right? It's like, yes, I was victimized, but I don't have to be the victim, right? I can choose to translate, transform that into how I'm going to take that. And now I'm going to experience life in this way for me, because you get to choose how you're going to create your reality. And it's a sensitive subject. It's a very sensitive subject. And, you know, without, you know, us diving in for, for days, you know, and, and I honor both sides of that, right? Because I've been on both sides of that. And so I definitely like having those conversations and bringing that forward because it is, there is a gift in everything, no matter how quote, quote, bad it looked or felt. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jessica, we've actually, I mean, like you said, we could be talking for days about that, but unfortunately we don't have that time. Um, <laughs> and actually we, we've gotten that part of the show I call Bring It All Home, where we actually step away from some of the stories and share with our listeners some, some specific tidbits they can take with them, little gold nuggets. And, you know, one of the things I'd like to start with is I'm wondering what you consider to be the best partnership or relationship advice you've ever received. Yeah, the words are sacred union. A relationship is a sacred union and treat it that way. Really treat it that way. Every moment is a sacred opportunity to be an expression of unconditional love. I think so often, you know, we get into relationship and we start to rely on the other person for certain things when there really is a synergy and a union happening and to honor that sacred union and to be present when you, when you honor your sacred union, you're able to really fully be present for yourself and your partner. And I think that it's very important to put that in front of everything else. Um, because that's at the end of at the end of your life, what matters is the quality experiences and time that you spent with people you love, whether it's your partnership, romantic relationship, or with your children or your family or your friends, you're really you're you're wanting to accumulate these experiences and that's all being present and truly if you think about what do you want from your partner right now, you want them to be present with you. That is what all women want. Women want their partners to be present, right? <laughs> we want you to listen and, and be present and, and spend that time together. And truly, I feel like that's what the ma divine masculine wants as well. Um, it may look and feel different to, to different individuals, but truly it's about um, being there, right? It's about being there for one another. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I, I love that, you know, that mindset of, of having it be a sacred union. And when we treat it with that level of reverence, it's very different than you owe me or I owe you or who's taking what. It's it's sacred. It's something that is at a higher level of of, uh, of of vibration and energy when we're connecting on that level, which really is partnership and love. Yes, I think we so often, you know, we're in a human experience. And so we look at that 20 foot view lens instead of the 50,000 foot view lens where you see everything. You see the roads, the mountains, the oceans, the whole world, right? And when you really look at your relationship as, you know, it's you've been in partnership with that person, I'm sure through many lifetimes and through a full expansion and expression. And so bringing unconditional love to the table and knowing that that space is sacred and it's so much beyond the like day to day, 
then you really understand on a deeper level why you're in relationship. And it allows you to be present. And the truth is, is you want to be in relationships where you want to be present too. If you're in a relationship where you don't want to be present, there's something to look at. Very good point. Very good point. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So let me ask you this then, Jessica. When, like, if you could offer just one book or resource that you would recommend for our listeners about partnership and relationships, what would that resource be and why? Yeah, you know, I really, right, there's so many. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm really loving Glennon Doyle Melton right now. And I read her book, Love Warrior, and I actually, you know, it, it was it's about her going through this healing journey, really, uh, individual healing journey within her marriage. Um, and it's just a powerful story of true unconditional love and then also following her story because of, you know, what happened after her book. And I think that's even more interesting in how she's, you know, um, still in relationship uh, with her previous partner and her new relationship with her partner now and, and how that all, I, you know, kind of maps out um, and how they inspire the world with it. And I think, you know, it, it goes absolutely in sync with what you're doing here with relationship. And I think Love Warrior is a really beautiful story about how to be in relationship. Nice. That's that's a great reference. I I don't think anybody's recommended that book before, so I'm so excited that you did. That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. So do me a favor, because like I said, we're kind of wrapping up towards the end of the show. Can you let our listeners know how they could contact you, Jessica, and learn more about what you do? Yeah, sure. You can um, go to my website to www.jessicavalor.com. And you can, I have free gifts, you can get those and, you know, subscribe to my email list. And I offer a lot of guided meditations and videos. And, um, you know, if you want to learn how to work with me, you know, you can fill out a discovery form on my website as well. And yeah, hang out with me there or on my website, you can um, link over to my Facebook page if you don't want to. Uh, free gifts and email lists and I do live videos there every week I do something called wine and wisdom where I pull oracle cards every Wednesday night for people and do a lot of fun videos very very cool look at that people there is a whole treasure trove of goodies available when you follow up with Jessica through her website and onto her Facebook so that's awesome thank you for offering that and, and for anybody listening that's like in the middle of something else and you don't have a pen handy don't worry, we'll put those links on the show page. It'll be really easy for you to connect with her. So in that case, all you have to do is go to speakingofpartnership.com, type in Jessica's name, and I'll go straight to her page. Well, Jessica, I, I've got to thank you so much for everything you shared today. Your insights have been incredible. And I mean, I, I just love reconnecting with that vibration that you bring to the table. And I know our listeners have too. Thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. It was such an honor to be here with all of you. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. 
The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.